In order to double our Shopify store's income, we need to outline the framework. In this episode, we'll go through the building blocks we need to know like the back of our hand so that we can confidently move forward and blow up our sales. You ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Shopify Growth Project. One man's quest to double his Shopify store's revenue and help you do the same. Join us as we sift through all the noise and focus on the stuff that will actually double your income. Here's your host, David Wills. Hello and welcome to the Shopify Growth Project. David Wills here. So glad you joined us on this episode. I sure hope you had a great new year and that you have your focus in 2023 squarely faced on doubling your Shopify store's income. This is this is really going to be a fun year. So as I said at the top, we need to know the parts of our business like the back of our hand. And in order to measure our growth, we need to choose the metrics that we're going to focus on. And the, and the thing is, there's an absolute ton of metrics out there or KPIs. That's key performance indicators. Um, I think it was Peter Drucker who said, you can't improve what you don't measure. Now, I agree wholeheartedly, but I think that we can get really mired down in the weeds when we when we just measure every little metric and it just becomes, you know, kind of uh, paralyzing. They are called key performance indicators for a reason. You don't you don't have 20 KPIs. You you really just need a few important ones, really important ones. And I boil the ones down that I'm going to pay attention to. And that is just a number of five. Um, really, it's four with one at the top that you need to nail down at the beginning. Um, so let's, let's lay them all out right here. They are in this order. Your conversion rate, average order value, traffic, customer recruitment, and returning customer uh, rate. And by the way, you don't need to uh, take any notes here. I've actually made up a Google spreadsheet that lists all of these things uh, along with charts and graphs where you can track your prog progress. It's a really cool little document uh, that will take care of all of that tracking. Uh, the link will be in the, in the show notes. Okay, so let's start at the top. Your conversion rate is basically how well your store turns browsers into customers and it's expressed as a as a percentage technically it's it's the number of sessions converted divided by the number of sessions so let, let's imagine you have say a hundred sessions that's you know folks who visit your your store and two of those sessions resulted in sales and you would have a two percent uh, conversion rate primarily this is done by website speed and design in your home category and product pages. Our, our job is to have a speedy store that is easy to navigate and clearly communicates uh, what problem we are solving and serves offers that convert sessions uh, to sales. Um, I, I kind of call this the, the Oprah effect. I, I don't even know that she does this anymore, but Oprah used to have her favorite things list. And if she chose your product to be on that list, that you know that business would just explode with sales. But however, if your store design is crap, you know your navigation is uh, convoluted, your add to cart buttons are hidden away, way down the product page, 
you wouldn't be able to capitalize on the mountain of traffic that Oprah would be sending your store. Now, obviously, that's a fantasy. Oprah is not sending millions of folks to your store. But if you start to spend money on paid ads and, and the like, and your store isn't optimized, then, you know, basically, you're just throwing money out the window. So what's a good conversion rate on a Shopify store? Well, about 1.4% is the average for Shopify stores. I would like to shoot uh, for about 2%. If you can get your store to about 2% of that conversion ratio, then you can move on to the next steps. Um, I mean, the truth is you can optimize forever. Uh, in, in marketing speak, they call this crow or conversion rate optimization. But for brevity, let's just look at the two main areas that will increase your conversion rate, and that is store speed and messaging. So store speed, that's basically determined by Shopify because they are hosting your store. I mean, you really can't do much about that, except you can dramatically slow down your store with uh, bloated images and you know a bunch of apps. There's actually a speed report within Shopify that you can check or you can use any of the website speed analyzing sites uh, out there. The other part of conversion rate optimization is how well your store is organized. Uh, your homepage should tell me exactly what problem you are solving for me and give me two calls of action right there uh, above the fold. In other words, without scrolling, I should know what, what, uh, what's in it for me. And you should have two offers, one to start shopping and one to get something for free in exchange for my email address. Uh, in my site, I have uh, two buttons right there above the fold. I have find your course because I sell uh, video training courses and get a free toolkit. So basically, there's a way to start shopping. Um, and then, uh, you know, if people aren't ready for shopping, there's a way for them to get something for free in exchange uh, for an email so I can follow up with them. Um, by the way, there's a great little book that helps you uh, in this area. It's called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. I'll leave a, a link in the show notes. Donald basically runs a clinic in this pretty short and pithy book um, on how to clearly message what you are selling and why people need to act on it. It's a really uh, fantastic book. Okay, so uh, let's imagine your conversion rate is respectable, say one and a half to two percent. We can then move on to the average order value or AOV. As its name implies, it is the average size of your orders. Uh, all of your revenue divided by the number of orders over any given period. So increasing this will allow you to spend more money on acquiring customers. So for example, if your average order value is say $50, but with some upsell mechanisms, you are able to bump that up to say 75, then your ad spend can go up. In, in the next episode, I'm actually going to show you a tool and procedure that has bumped up my AOV by about 80 bucks. It was absolutely a game changer. Basically, I mean, if you can bump up your AOV 
uh, by increasing, say, your prices or maybe having uh, great little uh, you also might like or customers also purchase this suggestions or maybe even one-time offers in your shopping cart. Um, what we'll do, we'll tackle this first because it helps magnify all the other growth leverage points uh, after that. So to review, first, optimize your store, then increase your AOV. And once you've done that, then we can move on to onto traffic. Everything we've done hasn't really cost, you know, you haven't had any skin in the game other than optimizing your store and increasing your AOV. But now when we move on to traffic, uh, this could be SEO, uh, social media, uh, paid traffic. I won't go deep into this right now because we need to drive folks to our store and really importantly, we need to match their temperature and in intent. In other words, the messaging will be completely different between, say, uh, interrupting someone on Facebook versus someone actually searching for your for your product. We'll be asking questions like, "Does this person even know who we are, um, or are they, are they looking for a solution right now, or are we just kind of planting seeds seeds for a sale down the road?" Uh, the KPI here in the traffic is sessions. Is our traffic going up? We need to um, uh, we need to track that month by month. Now the next is our customer recruitment. How many new customers are we getting in any given period? You know, obviously we want this to grow, right? There's a report in Shopify for this. And again, we have a Google spreadsheet with pretty graphs and charts that will track all of this for you. If your traffic is skyrocketing, uh, skyrocketing, but your new customer recruitment is flat, then we can deduce out of that that we probably have a bad audience or a, maybe a bad message in our storefront or a bad match between uh, our messaging to, to the landing page and things like that. And finally, we have our return customer rate. Like what percentage of folks come back and buy? Obviously, there are subscription kind of like stores that are more apt to pull in repeat customers. I mean, if you're selling contact lenses or shaving blades, then you'll naturally bring in a lot more repeat buyers than, um, you know, if you're selling cars, right? But no matter what we are selling, we need to focus on selling again to existing customers as it's much more profitable to sell to them rather than just trying to find new folks all the time. Your existing customers pull the trigger on you once. I mean, they know you. You've overcome their objections once. It's going to be a lot easier to sell to those folks again. And there are many ways to do this, but the one that's really helped me is to create uh, product suites There is where there's always a next logical purchase them to consider. I mean, if your site is set up and you just kind of just have one class of products, but there's nothing for them to logically uh, progress to, then that's going to be a problem right there. Now, the purpose of this episode is not to go into detail in any of these steps. It's just kind of a roadmap in terms of the type of leverage points that we're going to be uh, tweaking to double your income. So again, we start with Crow or conversion rate optimization. Uh, 
then the AOV or average order value. Then we look for prospects and increase your traffic, turn them into customers, and then watch your new customer recruitment increase. And then finally, kind of milk those customers by increasing their repeat uh, buying habits. So they are the five KPIs that we're going to concentrate on. It, it, it's kind of really the last four after the crow work has been done and everything rises and falls on that. In other words, I would concentrate on, on your uh, conversion rate at the outset. Get that to a respectable level, but boy, you could, you could spend forever trying to make that go from you know uh, 2% to 2.1%. But if you get it in that sweet spot, it'll depend on what kind of things you're selling. But uh, there, was a, there was a very large uh, survey of Shopify uh, store owners and um, the average of Shopify store owners' uh, conversion rate is about 1.4%. Mine is, a, is a, about 22 or something like that. So I'm happy with that. I've done the work and a lot of it came from that book that I referenced, um, uh, Creating a Story band, Brand. A lot of that came from that. But once that's set up, then I can just uh, go straight on, um, uh, I can move forward to those other four uh, KPIs there. And if you go to shopifygrowthproject.com and sign up to be part of the community, there's a link to that Google Doc that uh, that's actually a spreadsheet that outlines all of this and allows you to plug in your numbers right in there and track your growth with all those charts and all that stuff. So I have mentioned before that I've already increased my store's income by more than 15%. In this next episode, I'll actually unveil the exact tool and procedures that allowed me to instantly increase my revenue by that 15%. Actually, it's even a little bit more than that right now. Um, it actually falls un- underneath the increase my AOV or average order value bucket, and it is awesome. So tune in next Tuesday for all the details. Again, so, so good to be spending time with you. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that we can grow our community with fellow like-minded, growth-focused Shopify entrepreneurs. Just like you, head on over to shopifygrowthproject.com and sign up for free. Until next time, ciao for now.